Joan Esposito. Live, local, and progressive on WCPT 820. Tomorrow is the last day to vote. If you live in the city of Chicago, there are nine people who would like to be the next mayor of the city of Chicago. One of those is Congressman Jesus Chuy Garcia, who joins us now. Congressman Garcia, thank you for being here. So glad to join you uh, day before election day, Joan. I know. We are up against the wire. What can a candidate accomplish in in this last basically 24 hours? Well, um, in uh, interviews uh, that campaigned uh, all over the city on the south side, the southeast side, on the north side earlier this morning, yesterday at uh, black churches on the west and south side, you get your message across. And what I am telling people is for Chicago to come together, it really needs someone with experience, with relationships, the ability to bring people together. It's my sense that Chicagoans in every neighborhood really want to come together, return to a new sense of normalcy, and rebuild the city, but equitably, because if not, bad things will happen coming down the line. So I think that's the essential message that I am telling people wherever I go across Chicago. You said uh, you were quoted as saying that if you you felt that if you could raise three and a half million dollars, you'd make it into the runoff. And I believe you have topped that figure. Is that correct? Yes, we have uh, exceeded our financial goal. We've raised over four million dollars. We finished uh, the last week and a half very strong. We put up more ads on TV than any other candidate. We're also on uh, bilingual stations, TV stations, radio stations as well. So we're running ads in Spanish, which should give us an added boost. And as of uh, um, Saturday morning, we also are running an ad on uh, black uh, radio as well. So we're reaching out as far as uh, we can throughout Chicago, because that's the type of mayor I want to be, and I want to garner votes from every neighborhood in Chicago. Early on, I heard predictions that um, it was going to very likely be you and Paul Vallis in the runoff, because the other seven candidates would split the African-American vote in such a way that none of them could get enough to make the runoff. Do you see that? In, do you see that working out? Uh, I think the possibility, the perhaps likelihood of a runoff between uh, Vallis and I is uh, a pretty good one. Uh, it's my sense that uh, as the undecided uh, make their decisions, that we've got a great shot at bringing them into our column in these final days. I think these are voters that are thinking hard about who they're going to vote for, and most importantly, who's got the experience, who's got the relationships, who's got the know-how to get things done. This is about getting Chicago uh, working again after the pandemic, after the civil disturbances that we've experienced. And I think the takeaways from both of those experiences is that we've got to address inequities. We can only do that when we bring people together. I'm committed to ensuring that my government is representative of all the people in Chicago, much like we saw in, you know, unprecedented administration after Harold Washington was elected mayor. He believed in coalitions. I do as well. And that's the type of governance that I want to bring to Chicago. 
Most of the candidates have uh, one person who they would like to face in the runoff, the candidate who they feel offers the greatest contrast to their positions and policies. Who is that for you? Look, um, I think that because I've been fighting the machine for 40 years, because I've been a bench builder by helping elect the next generation of young leaders to city council, to the county board, countywide, and to the state legislature, both chambers, and even to the United States Congress. I'm the only one with that type of experience. So it really doesn't matter who I face off against. That is the track record that I'm going to run on. Someone who contributes, someone who thinks about the future, and someone who helps build the branch of electing young progressive leaders to important places, whether they're judges or state reps or senators, uh, members of Congress, uh, or members of the county board. Uh, No one else has that experience. No one else has that track record, and it doesn't really matter who I run against. You know... In a lot of these forums, ours included, but I watched uh, a lot of different forums for the candidates, and it sort of seemed like the candidate with the loudest voice or the most anger got the lion's share of the attention. But that is not your style. You're um, a very relaxed, kind of low-key, not-going-to-scream-at-you kind of guy. Is Does that hold you back when you're faced with a bunch of other people who have loud voices? Uh, no. Uh, people uh, know that I'm a barn burner when I need to be. I did it in Iowa for Bernie Sanders. I did it in Nevada, in Arizona, in California. I stopped for Joe Biden in 13 states during his presidential campaign Uh, Folks know that when a crowd needs to be fired up, I fired them up. Uh, (laughs) What I sought to convey, you know, in the uh, forums that that we had is real policy. And I asked people to go on our websites and compare the policy positions that we have uh, put up. Uh, We put up 17 policy pieces. It's why I have the support of 16 unions who have come out and said, Chewy stands with working people wherever he has served. And I also have the support of 25 elected officials. They range from members of Congress to state representatives and many other positions because people know me and they know that I've been consistent and that I'm a warrior when it comes to important issues and justice. Tell me what you most want to accomplish as mayor, because, you know, being a congressman, that's a pretty good job. There's a lot of people that would really like that job. And you're you're giving it up for a job that, well, let's face it, there's going to be a bunch of people who hate you. That just seems to go with the territory for every every mayor. There's going to be a lot of people in your face and it's going to be maybe a lot less decorum. So what is motivating you to go from from Congress to City Hall? First, uh, being a member of Congress is such a high honor, and the four years that I served have been phenomenal. Uh, you know, the Trump, uh, two Trump years, the impeachment trials, 
the insurrection, but then the good stuff, the legislation was passed, the Infrastructure and Jobs Act, most significant piece of legislation since the New Deal. It's going to allow us to rebuild Chicago and the country. The investment in green manufacturing, great potential for Chicago. The investment in fighting climate change and energy investment so people can put solar panels on their roofs and new heating pumps and air conditioning units in their basement. This is unprecedented. These are essential building blocks that will enable us to put huge numbers of people to work, lots of people to acquire new work skills in the uh, you know economy that will be growing significantly. These are some of the best investments in job and job training that a, any city could ask for. I see this as the tools in the toolbox for rebuilding Chicago. But back to the big question, Chicago needs new leadership. The city's on the wrong track, and I'm the only candidate with the experience at all levels of government to build the coalitions that we'll need for a safer and more prosperous Chicago, whether it's addressing the rise in property taxes, we need to work with Springfield, whether it's uniting with other mayors to do the same and to increase the amount of revenue sharing that other cities and Chicago need, or increasing funding for public education. Uh, Chicago can ally with other mayors and other school advocates to do that. This is an important time. The governor's already signaled that there's going to be an unprecedented investment in early childhood education. These are essential things for so many communities out there. Investing in communities, implementing comprehensive community development strategies to increase the number of housing units in areas that haven't seen new housing built. That is what excites an urban planner like me. Remember, I spent 10 years in the field of community development. I have a network across Chicago. People have come up with their own community development plans all over Chicagoland. They just need an ally in City Hall to bring investment. We need to get our economic uh, engines churning again. They can produce jobs. They can produce revenues. And I intend to be that type of a leader. Green manufacturing and growing our tech sector offers tremendous opportunities for Chicago to come back and begin growing its population once again. That is so essential to stabilizing the city and its future growth, and it will produce revenues that we can invest in the neediest neighborhoods across Chicago. So how are you going to spend this last 24 hours before people, before the polls close? Well, I'm going to be uh, crisscrossing uh, the city tomorrow. I'm going to be um, motivating our volunteers to get the vote out. We've got uh, phone banks that are going on as we speak. We are texting people. We are turning out the vote. I really want to instill a sense of hope and confidence in people that we can turn the corner on the violence and the crime that has risen. It's really important to understand and appreciate that a lot of the violence is rooted in the economic realities of our city. I've taken time to understand these realities. I uh, have solutions to them. My urban planning background, I think, is a great asset to the city, as are my relationships with leaders all over. So building a robust coalition of the 21st century, being inclusive and ensuring that there's equity are the most ingredients the most important ingredients that we need to work with to rebuild Chicago. 
Congressman Jesus Chuy Garcia, I wish you a lot of luck. We will be watching these races very closely tomorrow night. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, John. It's always a pleasure. That's going to do it for me. Driving it home with Patty Vasquez is up next. I will see you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Stay safe, my friends. Good night.